What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I will play our favorite game, In or Out. We'll toss around some borderline Hall of Fame quarterbacks and decide if they deserve to be in or out. With football coming to an end, Coin and I turn our focus to basketball, so we'll each draft two teams from the NBA 75 all-time team to face off for one game. We'll go over how we did on Super Bowl props and, of course, play around to Stumptown. Then we out. Let's do it. Ooh, tasty. Mm-hmm. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. That's right, everybody. It is time for another episode of The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Mm-hmm. 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 Joining mm-hmm. me, as per usual, Mr. 503 himself. Got me out here in the water so deep. Tell me how you gonna breathe without me. If you ain't here, I just can't breathe. It's no hair, no hair. <laughs> that might have been the best one yet. <laughs> I don't know how I got there. Oh, <laughs> coin. Jordan Sparks, <laughs> fuck uh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, with his newest album, 2014 Palmdale Drive, Jay Noel, uh, what up, Noel? Ferndale, come back to me. To me. Oh, oh, shit, it is Ferndale. I don't know why I, had, I did that. That's why I had Palmdale stuck in my head. Ferndale Drive is what I meant to say, actually. I, I like knew it was Palmdale an F Drive. I thought, it was you were, I thought you were maybe like combining them or something. Well, it's For- Forest Hills Drive is the name of the J. Cole album. Oh, okay. See, I was and I was so, And then I knew, I was like, oh, it's an F, I'm pretty sure. And then I was like, I had to sing Palmdale to try to figure out where you where you lived. And, Close uh, enough. I just had Palmdale just like completely stuck in my head. Palm I meant to say Ferndale Drive. They're all big, Jangle. shady, uh, green, leafy leaves. Mm-hmm. Leafy mm-hmm. leaves? Yes. Yes. Big leafy leaves. Uh, coin little two week hiatus. Good to be back. Yep. How are you? Yep. Doing great, man. Feeling good. good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. We got uh, a lot of fun things that we're gonna get to today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's do. dive right into it. Okay. What might you be drinking this evening? Ah, for you this evening, Noel. I have uh, the third. I had to. I looked up on the rookie Sheer, rookie show beers uh, Twitter account today. I finally, for the first time, I don't know why I didn't think about this before, and I was like, I know I can always like find tweets. Like I always end up just like scrolling way down their feed instead of just typing in the search when you go to their page or whatever. And so I did that today, and I found out this is the third different beer from this company I've had, Level mm, Beer, yeah. and they do mostly like um, video game inspired beers. Right. I had like a Pac Man one before, and this one is Game On IPA. And it looks like a little uh, Mario world with like the little brick road. Um, sure does. Good, solid can. I really like this can, actually. It is quite nice. Got some cute little cl- clouds up there. They're all kind of pixelated. Is it Mario? Got Who's little... the guy down there? Yeah, it's not Mario. It, he looks... He's got a pitchfork? He looks like he's supposed to be Mario. He's got the red over. He's got overalls on, and he's got hops and like a little f- pitchfork that I imagine he's going to scoop into the vats uh, that they course. use to create okay. the beer. You know? So he's a beer maker, Mario. Yeah, 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 yeah. Birio. Barrio. Barrio. Oh, Birio. Dang it, Birio. Birio's probably right, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's like Birio. Birio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Good. And it tastes good? It's a pretty dang tasty beer, I gotta say. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you, Corey. You know, what do you got? Um, I've got the second of three beers that I t- got from Moore Brewing Company in Villa Park, mm-hmm. uh, Illinois. This one's called the Double Space Boots. Uh, oh. Yeah, so you got an astronaut, of course. He's got a flag with hops on the flag that he's okay. planting on the moon, it appears. Um, decent colors. It is a Sadly, it is a label. That's kind of how these guys roll. Um, but I don't mind it. He's got a hop symbol on his astronaut suit, too. So, uh, nice dark purple uh, atmosphere around the moon. And it's a nice, tasty beer. This is... The only one of the three that I got that is not some funky, like, fruity one. So, it's mm. a nice, solid IPA. I, get, I quite like the, the space there, the light, nice purpley space. It looks really mm-hmm. good. It is. Better than black. They made a nice, mm-hmm. uh, nice executive decision with the purple outer space. I know that we have an inner out coming uh, later in this podcast, but I want to ask you right now, okay. are you in or out on basically every beer can featuring a hop in some way? Like, do you need to do it? Is it necessary? Um, my gut is to say no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not necessary. If you can work it in in a creative way, then I'm okay with it. Uh, but mm-hmm. don't force it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Fair. Don't, don't, how, how, I don't know. What, what's your thought? I guess I like, I was about to just go hard no, like you don't need to do it every, you definitely don't need to do it every time. Correct. There's a lot of them that are just, you just go rain free, like not affecting me in any way. Don't sacrifice the art of your can just to feature a hop on there somehow. I do appreciate right. what it's done. I think this is done well, where it's like a funny, like he's pixelated by these hops. Yeah. And the hops are pixelated. Those are good. The hops on the flag is a little too like on the nose. Like, okay, we get it a little bit. Uh, could have just done that and then also not had it on the spacesuit. I guess it's supposed to be like the American flag in some way. There's some of them where it's just that's all that's kind of featured and you just, you just don't need it. You you're, don't need to do that. You're definitely right. It feels like an afterthought on this can and it reminds me. I'm glad you mentioned that it's on both the flag and the uh, suit because it reminds me of the infamous Brian Urlacher billboards in Chicago where yep. they decided to go with O'Hare Hairport. Like you could have just done O'Hare or you could have done Hairport. You really shouldn't have done both. It was no, it made it neither. look really even more tacky than it is. Mm-hmm. By the way, those Thank billboards you. are multiplying still. They're they're everywhere. Oh, they're still going, huh? Does I he still have hair? Do we know? Uh, I mean, according to the billboards, that's the whole point of the uh-huh. billboards. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a restore. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should check it out. Okay. Yeah. At this yeah. point, you'd it'd kill all your ball jokes on the pod though. Uh, yeah, that was a good one I just had earlier, so. Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) Um, so we've been gone for two weeks. What have your, uh, what beers have you had or what thoughts do you have on beers? Uh, many, many beers, Noel. Uh, let's see. Took it pretty easy two like, Super Bowl weekends, so two weekends ago, I suppose. We were helping friends move the Saturday and everybody was kind of gassed and they were like, oh, we're just going to do... Super Bowl instead, and we'll do food, which is fine. I was looking forward to the beers and pizza afterwards, but it was fine. Um, I mostly get it because we had to move a shit ton of stuff for uh, Joe and Leah, and their place was a mess after we were done. So you're like, saying like moving. the typical reward for moving is beers and pizza, and they yeah they just, just they pushed it, it to the the next day. Not even just them, like 
Graham got a puppy, and they brought their puppy to moving day because obviously that wouldn't have been an inconvenience to anybody. Sure, anyway. yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. They thought that one through. I'm sure <laughs> it actually was kind of a fun surprise, but it's still it's like okay, all right. Uh, but and then we all have to kind of go like different parts of the city now, so it would have been weird to recon go home and then reconvene. Ah. So I get it, I get uh, it. and it, it did make Super Bowl like. We were all down to drink more on Super Bowl, which was fun. So I did. I had quite a bit, I got to say. And it, you ever have those times, you know, when you're drinking and you just hold it extremely well? Yeah. We were taking well, a shot no, of quarter. No, never. Okay. <laughs> we were taking a shot of quarter. And also, I probably had like four or five beers, like whatever, four shots, and just kind of hanging out there. Completely felt fine when yeah. we left there. Didn't even feel remotely drunk. Mm-hmm. I also ate. A lot. Yeah, that's like a lot. We had an insane football like spread for the game. We had 50 wings. We made the um, Hawaiian roll sliders, you know, where you just slice the whole like 12 pack down the middle and then you load it up with cheese and ham and stuff. Yeah. Um, Graham's wife made um, crab cream cheese rangoons. Mm, rangoons. Mm-hmm. We had uh, spicy artichoke dip. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and then seven-layer dip. We had lots and lots of foods gone. It was, it was amazing. Great Good. spread. Um, so did that, and then then this last week, so we uh, just Nikki and I hung out on Friday night. We had a nice little date night. I went out and got, there's this taco spot like three blocks from us, and they're phenomenal. Just the, you know, where do you stand on the tacos that is just, just meat, onions, and cilantro? So... Katie, uh, we the 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 Mexican place that we go to most often here, it's like pretty authentic. Like Katie always gets those tacos, and I usually get a burrito, and I usually put like mm-hmm. jalapenos and sour cream on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have some of those, the ones that she got the last time we went, and they were really really good. I think they have to be like really really good, otherwise I'm out. Like I totally agree. No, yeah, I'd say most of the time right. I'm like, no, give me load it up, please. But if they're mm-hmm. really, really, the meat's like perfectly marinated, falls apart, cilantro and onions, and then the the, the shells are good, then I'll go with it. To- totally agree. Yeah. And obviously, when you're making tacos at home and going loading them up, that's yeah. like getting everything on it. That's how I like it. But this place had the best carne asada taco I've ever had. Just straight, and they give you. It seems like quarter pound of meat per taco but they were they were loaded up like that's the lot. key yeah that's like the ones yeah, we had too. it was a yeah. lot of meat and so i'd like carne asada um al pastor and one more uh, they were phenomenal fantastic the salsas were great and then after that we went and checked out there's like four blocks or four bars within a block and a half to two blocks of us and so we went down there and we went to first bars called clinton street pub uh, bartender, I handed my ID. Bartender's like, "Oh no way, I'm from Great Falls," so that was Sick. fun. We just chatted with that for a bit, uh, and then Nikki and I played a five game series of cribbage, which I unfortunately lost two to three. Mm. It's kind of a bummer. Um, but then we were playing in there, like probably game three or four, and this dude walks in, and he is pretty fucking drunk and like swaying at our table, and he's like, hey, "Let me get." So you guys play a lot of cribbage, and he's like trying to talk to us, and he's like, "I just started bartending at the bar next door. It's called Lucky Horseshoe Lounge." He's like, I work Sundays too, and it's always dead. Would you guys be interested if I started like a cribbage tournament on Sundays? And I was like, yes, please do that. Football's over. You got plenty of yes. time on my hands. Sundays are back. Yeah, exactly. So looking forward to possibly playing cribbage yeah. tournaments on Sundays. Two on two? Uh, I would I would imagine one on ones and then like a 20-person bracket. Yeah. Too much? Well, I just... I like, I, like team, I like team cribbage I mean, as well. 
I prefer singles cribbage, but I think from like a tournament standpoint, to have a teammate. Be yeah, cool. that's true. We that's did, true. Like when we were younger in school, they did. I didn't ask deets. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Mo- continue. Okay. Um, then next day, got a little, uh, some golf beers in, kind of turned shitty. So we went golfing at like 10 a.m. And uh, I got to say, it was really, really effing cold out and I didn't enjoy myself. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I still had fun golfing. It was probably the best golf I've played in like six months, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we had, uh, there's this place here that does uh, pre-made like canned Bloody Marys and they're actually quite fantastic. I gotta say. Okay. So I had one of those, a beer or two, and then met up with a couple dudes, had some good English food, just some nice nice French dip, just some meat and potatoes and onion, you know, some real hearty food. English food, French dip. The, mm-hmm. the classic English French dip. Like British, like Scottish. L- yeah, the word French is is kind of the dead yeah game. i get i get what you're saying but it's <laughs> okay. it, it wasn't called that it was essentially a french dip it had a different name okay english yeah dip. okay yeah yeah you get it no, i get it uh but yeah i mean all in all just good good couple weeks of uh drinks and drinks and hanging except i did i did get sick on when we went out on friday night i had this uh after the first bar we stopped it there was like a it kind of converts to like a clubbish thing at night. It's like a Dots Cafe is what it's called. I got a rum and coke and it was like 95% rum and it was not good rum and uh, hit me a little harder than I thought it was going to. Oh, really? Throw up in the yeah. toilet? I did. I did throw up in the toilet. Yeah, I made it. I was fine. That's unfortunate. I can't remember the last time I threw up from alcohol and I hope I never do again. <laughs> it was. This was the first time in quite a while. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, thanks, man. How about you? What do you been up to? Uh, what do I got? Super Bowl, I did end up drinking probably five or six beers just, just throughout the game, so it was nice. Um, I did make my artichoke dip, which probably sounds like about the same as what you had. It was definitely a hit at the party. Yep. Um, we also brought a roll of cookie dough that we just popped in the oven in the fourth quarter and uh, had some fresh mm. baked chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies. Um, we've talked about dessert at the Super Bowl, which uh, depending on how much food you eat but usually i'm in for dessert so oh i was gonna ask you sorry quick no, you're good. yeah you ever had a happy day bars do you know what happy day bars are no i'm sure i'm sure you've had them from like graham at some point well obviously graham doesn't make them but alina made them and it's like crumbly top kind of like chocolate chippy ish chocolate chip cookie kind of crumble top with like brownie middle and then chocolate chip cookie bottom mm. <laughs> happy day bars <laughs> You're having Sign a me good up. day after that. Yeah, <laughs> they're phenomenal. Up. Maybe I'll try those. Those will be my next Super Bowl dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. Our our uh, company has like a, a couple of bowling league teams that I've been kind of uh, skipping out on, but I finally went this last week. So I did go bowling midweek and have some beers there. Um, I relayed to you guys my incredible inconsistency of bowling. A nice 154 and also an 86. So that's hard that's to an do. Impressive split. That's it tough. is. It really is. I think I averaged like a. I in my other game was like one fifteen or something like that. So I I did not do that great. Um, mm-hmm. But bowling and drinking is fun. Uh, we also have, as I mentioned, this is not drinking wise, but we have been playing basketball every week, and I've just been stroking threes for some reason. I did have such a good feeling. An incredible stat line one uh, game a couple weeks ago where I had uh, I was four for five from three. I was one for two from the free throw line, and I was zero for one from two, 
which was a wide open fast break layup that I missed off the backboard. That is my kryptonite. It is so just it was just an incredible day. Um, also went skiing again this past weekend yesterday and had some mm-hmm. spotted cows, some new gurus on the slopes. It was like forty degrees and sunny. I had my t shirt on because I was sweating. And uh, what else? I oh I had a Manhattan last night. So ah. and it was really good. Really quite good. They're fantastic. Yeah. We kind of had our... We didn't do a Valentine's Day thing, so we did like a date night for a Valentine's slash proposal anniversary dinner. I don't oh, know why cute. you do that if you're already married, but we did that. So. Oh, I was going to ask you, did you get anything for... Uh, did you guys get each other for anything for Valentine's Day or no? Um, Katie got me a basketball. Oh, that's a good Like gift. a nice Wilson basketball that we used uh, mm. in, on our team. And I got Katie a, uh, like, ninja chopper thing to chop up, like, onions and stuff. Nice. Yeah. but That's I, sick. That's but a good I, gift. But I realized I got the electronic one, and it's way too powerful. So if you push it for, like, two seconds, it basically just purees whatever vegetable you have in there. <laughs> so I maybe went overboard with the ninja. but I like it, though. Yeah. Did you... Uh, Nikki got me a rose. It was really nice. A rose? Something, you don't ever get flowers. You it's got nice a rose, an actual rose flower. I got right? one, There's not yeah. a catch. Oh. Okay. No. I got uh, I got her a dozen, and then I made like at seven in the morning. I went to the store and got the stuff to make like a French toast breakfast. Oh, it's quite nice. Was it an English French toast or? Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I got a new water bottle. As you know, I don't pretty much I pretty much don't go anywhere without my water bottle. Yeah. So it's good to finally. That get is one. nice. I saw that one you had it was pretty beat up. So yeah. So the last uh, beers I had was uh, two weekends ago. I was in Virginia with all like my mom's side of the family, and we did a lot of drinking. Um, and I was gonna. Do we have anything else? Because I was gonna roll this into our next segment. No, you're good. Go for it. Okay, so one night we especially drank a lot. It was the night that the Lakers and Warriors were playing that night, and surprisingly, the Lakers made it a really good game. And it was for some reason the game was on in like the lobby of the hotel, and there was like 20 of us just stop what we were doing and watching us and everybody was getting excited for all the big shots and stuff so somehow that led into my uncle and i arguing about which nba players you should preface who uncle jimmy is uncle jimmy is the uh, athlete of the family he's like i think he got drafted or at least got signed by the bills at one point he uh was like a three-sport athlete at georgetown he like rode the bench on the georgetown team that had like patrick ewing on it um and was like all american football player he is also the guy who like hands out the heisman trophy he handed out the heisman trophy this year like he's a pretty big deal but he's also the life of the party and uh loves to talk trash so good dude he's a good dude he was at my wedding uh fellow no hair uh man Mm -hmm. like true rocks it looks great he does that said, we were arguing about NBA players, and somehow he prompted me into a draft of a starting five. And what we determined was this would just be a starting five for one game. It's not like the accomplishments of the five best players ever. So I thought, and I'll, I didn't want to disclose to you the results of that draft because I didn't want to influence our decision, but I said, why don't you and I do that on the next pod? So that's what we're yep. going to do here. Um, basically, yeah. We're just doing a starting five. We're not doing uh, backups. I no. mean, you're essentially... And you can play off of each other's picks to say like, oh, this guy matches up with that guy if you want. But mm-hmm. we're just basically picking the starting five, and that's it. Okay. Any Great. questions? Uh, Concerns? Uh, nope. I think I'm good, actually. Okay. How do we decide who goes first? 
Should we flip a uh, coin? Coin? Yeah, we should. Call it the air. Tails never fails. Much like the Super Bowl, it is heads and all. Sick. All right. I think I might know who you're going to pick. I think I'm going to take LeBron James first. <laughs> all right. LeBron James first. Uh, any? Do you have any um, defense of that pick? Or do you? Yeah, I do, pick? actually. Um, he in good. <laughs> okay. We're in agreement there. LeBron yeah. in good. Uh, might surprise you, but I am going to take... One of the best players of all time, Michael Jordan. Mm, yeah. I've heard of that guy. Is he, he pretty good? Also, Ian Geend. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Good Thanks. Pick. All right. Uh, my next in. pick, I'm taking Steph Curry. It's going to surprise you a little bit. Not really that surprising at all. I was going to okay. take him pretty high as well. Okay. Uh, so he's... Uh, also, this is coming on the heels of like the NBA 75... I was looking at like ESPN's ranking of the top 75. The Athletic just came out with one. I think Steph is basically in the like 12 to 15 range on most lists. So, mm-hmm. uh, Best shooter ever. It doesn't hurt to have him on a team that's going to be hashtag stacked. Yeah. Hashtag. Okay. 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 Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Magic. Give me mm, magic at point. Pick. Damn it. I was hoping um, I could get it later on. I also figure if that's my point guard, I got quite the size advantage over Steph. Now, Steph's got the quickness. I'm not saying I'm going to shut him down, but if uh, assuming all my guys are like 6'6 six, six to 6'8 six, and bigger, um, that'll help with some size advantage over Steph. Yep. He's also well, I was going to go a different direction next, but uh, I think I'm just going to try to load this team up. I'm taking, you can have all these old guys. I'm taking uh, Kevin Durant, who mm. I don't know who anybody from any old team is stopping scoring. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Kevin Durant also in gained. Yeah. We're going to just have like. Who I think is probably the new. most gifted offensive player in NBA history, personally. But that's fine. Personally, you do? That's your opinion? Personally. Yeah, just me. Okay, also was going to be high on my list. Um, hmm, hmm, interesting, interesting. How do I go from here? I mean, I might as well keep it with the old guys. And I'm going to take Shaquille O'Neal. Give me Shaq Diesel. Shaq, oh, you Shaq is my absolute guy. Oh, so you want? You were hoping to get him at the next pick, perhaps. I was, uh, I was thinking that I could get him maybe in our second draft, honestly. As most people say. In the second draft? Wow. Well, I took yeah. him six overall. So I yeah, no, that's like, I mean... I just didn't think you were Maybe much of a Shaq guy. Well, I'm just, if that's for one game, most dominant mm-hmm. big man in his prime, so. No, you're absolutely right. You're okay. absolutely right. All right. Who's fourth? Well, now I kind of want somebody who can bang against uh, Shaq. A I bit. can already tell, by the way, all the Rookie Show fans are going to pick your team because we got all the, you got all the new guys and I got all the old guys. I'm so mm-hmm. fucked. But let's put my team in front of all the uh, old white reporters and see what they say. Oh man, those guys. Skip Bayless is taking my team, no question. Bill Simmons might come his pants if you rest your team. <laughs> I'm not taking Bill Russell, so or Larry Bird, or maybe I will. Who knows? You know, I'm actually going to take. Uh, this is a bit of a surprise pick. I'm not even just you know. I'm taking Tim Duncan. Oh, right Timmy D. He was high on my list as well. Tim. Yeah, I'm taking a guy that is just especially when you have a guy like. Uh, like Shaq and MJ, you need somebody on the floor who knows what everybody else's defensive assignments need to be. And yep. I think that 
he's got an assertive enough voice and like is respected enough where he could overrule when LeBron is like just yelling at people. Yeah. No, I get that. That's that's very fair. This is where it's gonna get pretty tricky for me. Oh I feel like I need oh, man, I don't know. There's a part of me that kind of wants to take Larry Bird. <laughs> Just you keep it pick. rolling. I need a guy that can shoot. The question is, if Bird actually committed himself to shooting, he would have been a freaking a freak three-point shooter, but he just didn't really. Mm-hmm. So am I taking a good three-point shooter with Bird? I mean, that's projecting a lot. <laughs> All right, I got to take I gotta take some size and athleticism. I'm going to take Giannis with my next pick. Yeah, that's the right pick. Somebody that can... If anybody can match up with KD, it's going to be him, at least from a defense yeah. standpoint. And uh, That's smart. A little speed and athleticism. Imagine mm-hmm. Jordan, Magic, and Giannis running some fast breaks. That'd be fun. I'm probably going to get some hate with this. I'm like, interested to see what you think. So I already have Steph and KD and LeBron on this team. Yeah. Taking as many shots as possible. I don't really need another guy who's going to play on offense. True. I want somebody who is greasy, a great defender, and rebounds the fucking rock. I want Dennis Rodman as my fifth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interestingly enough, Rodman, who's was he listed as a center, but he's like 6'8", and then you got Tim Duncan, who's listed as a power forward at like 6'11". Yeah, I'm playing a smaller team right here. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not bad. So it's going to be Duncan having to guard Shaq uh, mm-hmm. and, and vice Which I'm versa. Fine with. Yeah, it's fine. I, I mean, Duncan's a great that. defender. So you got Rodman on, on Giannis, pretty much. So... How do I take advantage of that squad that you got there? Hmm. I don't really have... Do I want another wing or another big? You got two bigs. You could argue you have four bigs. Yep, you could. It's the nice versatility of your squad there. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and do it, and I'm going to take Larry Bird. Hmm. Say what you will. The athleticism probably isn't quite there compared to uh, Giannis and KD. But I got uh, probably the best guys of the 80s and 90s. All of my no, I uh, I actually like your squad a lot. Okay. Larry's a great pick. Another one of those guys I was hoping maybe... I was hoping one of Shaq, Larry, or Giannis would fall so I could draft them in the second draft. But I mean... I was hoping I was going to get Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't. And Steph. Yeah. And LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you did take probably three of my top like six guys, but that's all right. It does feel like there had to have been, you had to have two different plans, and I think we both knew that. It's, <laughs> did you get LeBron or did you get MJ with I the know. first two picks? <laughs> I know, it's true. Because I was kind of thinking the same thing. Well, 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 so I didn't explain to the listeners that at the end of this pod, we are going to do this draft one more time with only players remaining that we have not picked. Um, yep. So we will each have two squads at the end of this. So just to reiterate, we've got Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Giannis Attentacumpo, and Shaquille O'Neal on my squad. Yep. And Elvis has LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Tim Duncan, Dennis Rodman. Yep. The worm. 
sneaking his way in there. Okay, maybe we'll post our squads and see what the listeners think. Who's who's gonna win? Fuck yeah! All right, uh, we're gonna quickly talk Super Bowl. I know everyone's yeah. two weeks removed. Everyone's had a chance to breathe and really think about what the Super Bowl meant to them. Um, Hopefully, we got a nice break from what the you know the main channels kind of pounding at home. That's right. Everybody's tired of those guys talking about it. Let's first talk about what everybody's clamoring for: our prop bets and how we did. Mm, um, yes, I'll, I'll quickly run through mine, then you can do yours. Tails did lose. You did win heads, sadly. Yep. Um, my good. two most brutal losses, as I pointed out to you, were I had the first quarter under nine and a half points and kicked the field goal with like 20 seconds left in the quarter to put it at mm-hmm. 10. That was mm-hmm. a bummer. And then I also had Bengals over 10 and a half in the second half. And they had uh, 10 points in the first like nine minutes of the half and then didn't score again. That was not cool either. Um, but winners, though, I did have as probably the bet I put the most money on was Rams lead at half and Rams win the game, which was plus 115. Yep. That was a nice one. Um, actually, sorry, what I won the most money on, Odell first tug, plus 750. That was pretty Love tasty. That. Great um, Thank you. The, I did also have the Rams to lead after every quarter, and they uh, sadly couldn't lead after the third. They weren't leading after third, right? Yeah, exactly. Stupid. That stupid T. Higgins touchdown on the face mask was uh, really all the Bengals had. Tough. Yeah. Um, and I had Jamar Chase over in yards hit. Um, I had Blue Gatorade dump, which I did not actually bet on, sadly, because the odds changed, but I did win the pod bet. Um, and then lastly, one that you and I both had, which we just agreed that we won, but we're not really sure, is under six and a half commercials with dogs in it. Yeah, that was a weird... People were trying to count like one robot dog and one person dressed as a dog. Like those aren't dogs, so it's no, complete horseshit. Like, but even can... if you did count those, I feel like I only still saw five dogs. Me too, me too. So we're we're taking yeah. that as a win without a doubt. So yeah. all that said, I went uh, plus one hundred and sixty dollars on the Super Bowl bets. Not Truly bad. impressive, Noel. That's Thank a sixteen percent ROI. That's uh, better than pretty much any hedge fund's going to get you. Tell me about it. Exactly. Yeah. How about you? All right. So uh, up and down, obviously, as most are with prop bets. Joe Mixon did not win MVP, sadly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although after throwing a after throwing a touchdown, that was it, sick. It was after there was a after that one, he had to have been top two to win MVP at that point, right? If he had run one in after that and they won the game, then yeah, he's MVP for sure. Yeah. Uh, Van Jefferson to score any time. Uh, LA Rams win or Van Jefferson to have 120 plus in LA Rams win uh, lost both of those which was unfortunate because Matt, Matt Stafford did just sail one over his head in the end Wide zone right open. before the cup touchdown I'm pretty that sure was tough. One of, I want to say tough. one of the commentators said like it would have been a tough throw I'm like no no like, no, it was just not. float it just float no, it it was not a hard throw yeah uh, Burrow under 70, 273 that hit uh, yeah. how many players will have a passing attempt Fucking beautiful. Mm. Four players through a pass. Easy money. I wish I would have put more on it. Put 100 on that. Yeah. Plus 110. Uh, hit heads. Uh, dogs under. I don't remember seeing Drake, so I just counted that one as a loss. Oh, it's like because he's wearing a jersey or something like that? Yeah, it was the Drake curse, the Bengals one. Is it just like if he doesn't... Oh, okay. I don't remember what that... Yeah, maybe maybe that one was Nolan Void and I got my money back. I didn't count it that way, so okay. that's fine. All right. Uh, first Eminem song, any other than like this list of nine, it was, um, lose yourself, right? 
Well, so that's a good question because technically the first song he performed in was Forgot About Dre. Mm. Is that an Eminem song? Or was he performing in the Dre song? Because that's what he started with and then it went to Lose Yourself. So... But I still think that that was one of the ones listed, if it was. Okay. Oh, song, gotcha. So I'm not really. I, it was still a loss on my end. Okay. Um, how many songs performed over 10 and a half, which was a bummer. They did 10, I believe. Mm. Mm, right there. Uh, halftime show, professional onstage dancers. Yes, minus 5,000. <laughs> that one did hit. Sick, sick, sick. Yeah. Um, first shown in the national anthem, Joe Burrow. Money. We argued about that one, yeah. Uh, any scoring drive take less time than it takes to sing the national anthem? Yes, with that touchdown at the second half. Uh, missed both of my time remaining on the clock after first score. Did not hit either of the Gatorade color bets. Uh, I did a kind of contradictory to my first one. It was bummer that was such a big bet by me. It was the longest score of the game as a field goal at minus 130, and I put $130 on that. That was tough. Mm, that's too bad. Yeah, first fair catch Rams was one of my most fun bet to cheer for because I actually did end up betting that one. That was exciting. That was I was sick. excited for you. I was paying attention. Yeah, that too. was dope. Yeah. Um, Miss PAT, no, minus 310. That one hit. Roughing the passer, yes, did not happen. And then total sacks over four and a half, yes. Uh, and all in all, I was plus $55. Respectable. Plus great, $55. Respectable. That's fantastic. Yep. That's a win. Um, so mm-hmm. I have your your final tally for the bookie show for the year 2021. Coin, you made $124 on $2,900 of wagering, plus $124. Your boy, Noel, lost $122 on $2,900 wagers, which means as a team... On 5.8K, we made $2, everybody, plus $2. Don't ever say we didn't make you any money if you followed our bets. You're goddamn right. And remember, that's essentially breaking even. Breaking even is a positive. That's right. This is for fun. This is basically a hobby we're getting paid to do. Literally, if you you guess every other bet correct, you would lose money. So we're we're winning more than we're losing. True. Just the way it is. He's got a point. Yeah. Um, Super Bowl thoughts. Anything else? Um, I got a few. There was comments. a part of me. There was a part of me that was initially like, "Oh, that was a pretty boring Super Bowl." It was. It was fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed myself. It was nice having. Uh, I would say not really any rooting interest too hard either way. I feel like if the Bills were in this game, I would have had like a lot more personally writing on that game mm-hmm. than I did in this one. Um, hey, did I pick Rams preseason or did I pick Bills over Rams? Uh, I'd have to go look. I thought you had Bills over Rams, but I'd, we'd have to double check. Okay. Um, but I mean, I really enjoyed myself. Halftime show was fun. Good Super Bowl. No yeah. Complaints. I, um, I think all that matters is it's a close game. Like it just because it came down to the wire, it was just so much better than last year. Last year really sucked. And in theory, you got Brady versus Mahomes last year. This year you got kind of these random teams, but I mm-hmm. thought it outdid it. Um, halftime show was good. I just personally feel like rap performed live is just there's something lacking there because it just you're not showing no instruments. talent yeah. of. Uh, I mean, no, I know it's talent to like you know get the lyrics right, I guess, but like no voice talent. A lot of times the rappers aren't like dancing or doing like cool moves and stuff. 
So it's just not, and so it's not going to be as good as when you hear it on the album, for one thing. And then it was just really cool to see all those artists on stage together and shifting back and forth. And the concept of like the trailers was cool, but it just I wasn't it was a cool stage. I really liked the stage. It was really cool. It just there wasn't like as big of things, I guess, as you're accustomed to, or like I don't mm-hmm. know. I um, I I thought it was fine. There were people that were saying it was the best ever, and there's people that were it's saying not it sucks. Not at all. I thought it was above no. average. I thought it was good. Yeah, I agree. I got pretty hyped when I saw Fifty Cent. Hilarious that he's <laughs> pechonky now. Um, and that's some big. And I've guys. said this since we saw him in Missoula. I know that a lot of the times rappers don't sound good live. Snoop Dogg sounds so fucking good live. He sounds exactly the same. He sounded amazing. Totally agree. He, he sounded the best of anybody. I, I thought yeah. he was the, the best of any everybody on there. I thought Eminem sounded good too, actually. But I did too. I was impressed. Um, did I have other thoughts here? Um, one thought, Odell Beckham, I feel like for the first time in a long time, his like approval rating is like above 50 percent i feel like he's now turned into a sympathetic figure and everyone was like happy for him whereas like as recently as weeks ago more people than not like hated odell but i feel like now people are kind of back on his side probably because he tore his acl but also because that touchdown was pretty sick that he had oh it's dope and uh he's a baller so i didn't i didn't realize that there was this big of a vendetta against um turf honestly i've Personally, always really enjoyed running on turf. I feel like it makes me very springy, and you cut really well and stuff. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm not explosive enough to blow my knee out on turf. That's quite possible. That can't be it. Okay, um, but I don't, did you ever have any? Did you have any opinions on like running on turf? Because I think that I know that a lot of people are blaming the injury on just turf. I feel like I liked grass better, mainly because it like hurts less to get tackled on. I don't know. Yeah, and that's fair. I don't know, and I. And if it's hot and you're on turf, it feels like it makes it hotter because you got those black pellets. So I, I've been pro grass. Like I get the, I get why people. You definitely are faster on turf, but mm-hmm. given the choice. But but in terms of like it causing injuries and stuff, it's never really affected me, or I've never really had too much yeah, of a thought. I, on I it. thought it was a weird argument considering nobody else in the game got hurt. But <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and I don't know if the argument is just that's more people are tearing their ACLs and more fields are grass. So are those related? I don't know. I mean, probably more to it. Probably for doctors to decide, I would say. My last comment on the Super Bowl was, I actually, even though I'm incredibly biased, kind of like the thing they did with The Rock at the beginning. I know it was like cheesy and stuff, but like, so what? I I thought it was fun. Wasn't that yeah, bad? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it wasn't like I liked his I liked his two tone red outfit. It was interesting. <laughs> that and, was interesting. Uh, his mean, pants fit kind of funny, but yeah, I thought it was like if they had done that before a game I was playing in, I'd be jacked. Yeah, right. I mean, he's like the perfect guy where he doesn't take himself too seriously, but he can also do it in a serious manner that feels like it's actually like pumping people up. But he's also kind of got a little bit of a smirk. Like I know this is cheesy, but it's still cool. Mm-hmm. So that's was in. Rock's whole thing. That's, I guess I should have done that thing. for in or out. Are you were you in or out on the Rock? Yeah, intro? I was in. Okay, I was in. Good. I think our whole our whole Super Bowl party was pretty in on that. Okay, good, good. Glad to hear it. Um, mm-hmm. any other Super Bowl thoughts before we go to the next next segment? That's it for me. I just want to say the moratorium on the season. It's a bummer. Football's over. We kind of talked about this before the Super Bowl. 
a little bit nice to let it rest for a bit because it just it just honestly it's sometimes you think uh going into next year i'm not gonna be as hyped i get so fucking jacked right before week one and we're like about into football season again it's so awesome yeah draft is coming up soon it's this awesome it's this incredible time of like hope for a lot of teams there's so many fringe teams you've got we talk um the last few years about you know Packers, is it worth being every year you come and you know you're going to be pretty good, but is that worth it because you know you probably won't win anything? Or there's a lot of teams like your team is basically a quarterback away in a market where there could be a bunch available from having uh, not only a division winner, but like a NFC contender for for your team. And there's everybody is like, there are all these pass rushers and all these good players in this draft. There's a lot of good things that could possibly happen in the next six months. No question. Um the speaking of my team, the Commanders. <laughs> oh, is that have we? Has that just happened since the last pod? That's tough. Uh, we'll talk. Or about has that it. happened before? I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk. Oh, about are it. you gonna? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, they basically said that they're going all in on getting a quarterback. So if there's like any chance in hell of us getting Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or something, like Charlie we're gonna Morton. exhaust yeah. all that. Yeah, exactly. Well, probably, I mean, honestly, what's going to happen is we're going to end up with Jimmy G. We're going to fucking give up a first for him, and we're probably going to suck. But the excitement, the possibilities are still hopeful. I mean, I would talk myself into any of the guys they're talking about for first-round draft picks, too. I'd talk myself into Pickett or Malik Willis or any of those guys. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, and I'm also very excited for the schedule release so I can figure out what games I'm going to. Yep. Be Same excited. here. Commanders play in Chicago, so... Do they? Oh, that's fucking dope. Let's do it. All right. Uh, next segment. It is time for a round of our favorite game, In or Out. In or out. In or out. Time to let me know if you're in or out. Good. I just came up with that now. <laughs> I know. It was really good. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, so, funny story for this. I texted Coin a few days ago in the morning yeah. with the mm-hmm. idea... We should go through all these quarterbacks that people love to debate if they're going to be Hall of Famers, and we'll say in or out. Later that day, avid listener of the pod, Reed, shit, what's Reed's last name? Nelson. Nelson. Reed Nelson. Shouts Reed. Uh, tweeted at the Rookie Show pod, basically the exact same idea. So yeah. you know you're on the same wavelength as Rookie Show pod when you're giving us our ideas just several hours after we come up. Our listeners are... Strong listeners. They know. They're tuned in. They know what we're doing. So we will be listening some cubes, and we'll also be giving some other in-or-outs, uh, non-football related. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Before we get into it, I do have a little blurb. Give me your like blurb. To, to yes, do. I'd love to hear Perfect. Uh, so this is just precluding the quarterbacks we're going to get into. Obviously, not a random in-and-outs, but uh, first and foremost... To make the Hall of Fame, I think you need to be like an era-defining player with longevity, signature wins, stats, all those things. And there's not necessarily a formula for weights of all these metrics because it changes every decade or so. And I find this to be one of the few places and fields where that is not only acceptable, but the correct thing to do. You should be moving the goalposts in football. I mean, obviously, it's a play on words a little bit there, but football changes every 10 to 15 years. It's not, it's not the same game as it was in the 60s, 70s. So the game, like the stats you were having in the 60s and 70s aren't good stats anymore, you know? Yes. Um, has Tremaine... <clears throat> excuse me. Oof. 
Uh, one of the best examples of a guy who didn't do it with wins necessarily is Dan Fouts, who played for uh, 14 years, never made a Super Bowl, but he finished his career with 43,000 passing yards and 254 touchdowns at the time of his retirement. It was Fouts, Fran Tarkenton, and Johnny Unitas as the only players ever with 40,000 passing yards, and there were only five th- or five other guys with over 30K. He finished basically with 30% more passing yards than anyone else besides those guys after that point in the NFL history. 43K is barely top 20-something anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, but he did this while being the face and the arm of the modern air raid passing offense. At this point, I imagine it will be impossible for any quarterback to get in without winning a Super Bowl title because of how heavily the quarterback role is tied to winning. Yeah. I think one of the guys that had a big shot if he had continued his production for another five years or so was Cam Newton, just because of how different he was and how game-changing his style of play is. Mm -hmm. But most of all, uh, that you need to be thought of as no question one of the best three to five guys over your career in uh, year in and year out, and that allows for some overlap with some other greats and Hall of Famers so that you're not canceling each other out. But I think this sets the precedent of mostly where you need to be. Okay, good. That's a good blurb. So that's uh, I'd say I generally agree with that sentiment. So I guess we'll see okay. if we agree on these individual guys. Okay. Uh, do you care what order we go in or who we start with? Take it away, Noel. All right. We'll start with uh, a guy who just retired just weeks ago. We will go with Ben Roethlisberger. Hmm. Big Ben. Hall of Fame in or out, Big Ben. I got to say, I am in. Do we want to do our spiels after or before? We can do spiels. Well, so also, are you're doing what you think is going to happen? Or I kind of did what I would vote. I did what I would Okay, vote. okay. And and we're considering it if their career ended today. So if we're doing any active yes. guys, we're not projecting what they're going to have for the career. We're doing like literally if they retired today, would they be in? All right, mm-hmm. Big Ben. Uh, yeah, so why do you say Big Ben is in? Give me your spiel. All right, so Big Ben in his career is uh, 165, 81, and 1. Uh, he's fifth in all-time career wins and 11th in career winning percentage. I mean, the Steelers, much like the Patriots over the last 20 years, have been the, the toast of the NFL. Yep. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, six-time Pro Bowl or two-time Super Bowl champ, and most 500-yard passing games in NFL history. I think mm-hmm. that he's got a pretty unassailable resume. I know that uh, the last couple of years have been tough with him like throwing short a lot and definitely in his Super Bowl, he wasn't the MVP of his Super Bowls. Uh, a lot of really good defenses, really good players around him. But I think when you're at the helm that long and with the lo- like the success that he's had across his career, it's kind of hard to argue with. Yeah, just from a big picture standpoint, like is there any player that's more synonymous with the team than he is with the Steelers? Or like right. you talk about face of the franchise, like it's gonna be really yeah. weird not having Big Ben. I mean, as yeah. long as we've been football fans, pretty much. Like I very, very, very vaguely remember. Uh, was it Tommy Maddox or Tony Maddox? Yeah. What was his name? Tommy, Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox. Yeah. Like he got hurt, I think, and Big Ben came in. So that was like the beginning of our football watch. Otherwise, it's been all Big mm-hmm. Ben. So um, some other stats I had. Yeah, you mentioned two for three in the Super Bowl. He um, led the league in passing twice. He is tied for seventh in playoff wins. You might have said something like that. With 13. Um, never had a losing season. Nope. So now... That's, that's, that's huge. That's almost the biggest one of them all. The case against him, which I don't agree mm-hmm. with, I'm going to say I am in on Big Ben Hall of Fame. Mainly because 
of all the things we just laid out. But never once received an MVP vote. Do you think that matters? Part of me kind of does, actually. If there's like a knock on him, that's definitely the one I was looking through the all the reference pages. Yeah. That's definitely a weird one that sticks out, especially for a guy who did pass for 5,000 yards twice? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sounds okay. right. Okay. Um, yeah. but no, I think he's in. I think he's more than earned it. So we're both in yeah. on Big Ben. All right, let's just do this while we're here. I'll give you the first non-quarterback one. <laughs> it's gonna be the easiest one of the day. Washington Commanders. The name of my new new football team. Are you in or out, Coin? Out. Uh, pretty hard out. No, I'm sorry. I'm sure it'll grow on me, and it won't be as bad in the next year or 10 years or whatever it is but i don't Washington even think football team is better yeah uh there were three to five other names suggested that were considerably better yeah and the new uniforms they rolled out like one of them is good so so i don't think even grow on grow on us is even the right word it's like we'll just get accustomed to it like you, i don't uh not you're like numb to it over time. right yeah um yeah I had basically resigned myself to the fact that it was going to be Commanders like several weeks before, and I was like, "All right, that's fine, whatever. It could it could be worse." And then that I was like, "You know, we're going to keep our same colors. The uniforms are going to be sweet." And then as they started, they ro- rolled out the name, they rolled out the uniforms, and I was like, "Okay." And like minute by minute, hour by hour, the more I thought about it and looked at it, and I was like, I hate this more every fucking second. And uh, it got worse. I thought I would like get better. It got it, louder. It, it got, got louder. louder. It got louder. So at the moment, I'm super out, but there's nothing I can do about it. People say like, well, you could you could always change teams. Like, no, I can't. No, you can't. It's I just, just kind of what you're stuck with. Especially when we're about to get Deshaun Watson just to, you know, solidify our sexual harassment culture. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I like that you brought up the minute by minute thing as as most of you guys know like a little bit about at any point during any day noel and i could be exchanging a text about some sport related event yeah it true. is pretty much all day every day for the last what 10 years basically <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> at least yeah, uh yeah. we kind of talked about it uh the commander's switch early on and i was like yeah oh, i don't really like it and he's you were like a little bit of optimism and i think we hadn't talked and then all of a sudden it was probably 10 o'clock your time or something like that and you're like i'm fully out this is terrible i'm really <laughs> upset about the name change I it like finally hit you i feel like yeah. <laughs> oh man well i don't know i you know if snyder gets forced out It'll all be worth it. Uh, not Everything that, changes at that point. Not that honestly. those things are related in any way. Although I'm sure no. he probably forced. Like honestly, you're, we're probably going to find out that the team wanted to go some other direction, and he said, "No, I like Commanders." Oh man, so that's going to be such a bummer. Yeah. All right, we'll go. Um, ahead. Well, I think since we have three and three, and we have six names, we're going through that'll just we'll alternate. Do yeah. the next quarterback next? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right, so Go my next cube on the list, I've got Phil Rivers. Um, and I'll, I'll let you go first. Well, yeah, I'll go first on out. this one. All right, so I'll give you some stats first. He is number six in passing yards. I think I just have these in order of where they are all time in passing yards, so it makes sense. I like that. Smart. Number six, the dude never went to a Super Bowl, only made it to the AFC Championship one time, 0-1 and, and got. AFC. Was it the one where he got blown out? 
Wait, what year was that? Uh, I didn't see what year. I'm not sure. Was it not the, like, four years ago against the Patriots where they lost by, like, 40? Was that that game? Could be. I thought it was longer ago, but it could be. Okay. Either way, he is an eight-time Pro Bowler, which is pretty impressive. That was... Did that shock you? I had no idea. I was pretty surprised. Yes, I was pretty shocked. Yeah. Um, Never first-team All-Pro. He never led the league in passing yards. He did lead the league in passing touchdowns once. Um, Five and seven career playoff record. Yeah, leaves a little to be desired. And then uh, a couple notes that I thought were significant is three years kind of within his prime, he went five and 11 twice and four and 12 once. That's just kind of ugly, like for a Hall of Fame guy, right? Yeah. Um, now that I'm kind of alternating between good and bad stats. So the last thing I have is he was sixth in MVP voting in 2008 and third mm-hmm. in MVP voting in 2009. So better yep. than Big Ben can say. Um, all that said, before you do your spiel, I'm going to say out for the reasons that you kind of laid out before is like, I'm never going to think of him as one of the top five guys of his era. Uh, Big Ben, at least from a winning perspective, um, and Super Bowls, and, and really he has the stats, obviously, if he's fifth all-time in passing yards, but mm-hmm. Rivers just, I don't know, he, he was like, all the analytics people always gushed about him, but I'm like, all right, well, then prove it and win, and he yep. just didn't. No, I, t- I uh, when I was looking up, so his career record, he's 134 and 106, and I, I was shocked. Honestly, it just he seems as 500 as quarterbacks come. Like I know that they definitely had some years where the Chargers were 11 and 5, 12 and 4, fine. But like you just said, they had two years in his prime when he was four and 12 and five and 11. Uh, I never really in my football watching career was like, oh yeah, Philip Rivers, that guy is a winner. And yeah, game on the line. Like I feel like we we rely too much on this um, this fourth quarter comebacks and guy you want with the ball in your hands. I feel like there are probably 10 to 12 quarterbacks at any point that could make a game-winning drive, and it would be just as fine for any of them across the board. Not a hard thing to do. Um, and I get, I guess it boils down to, like you just said, I just don't really think of Phillip Rivers as that guy. I wonder if there's like a... So maybe you go for a percentage standpoint, like Phillip Rivers in a game-winning fourth quarter comeback situation maybe let's say he's 30 percent chance of bringing you back and winning the game which maybe Mm -hmm. is top five in the league but then he's also got maybe the biggest percent chance like maybe a 12 percent chance of throwing the most boneheaded interception that loses you the game right which we have looked up before yeah because i did look this up i was like there nobody in NFL history has more fourth quarter interceptions with the game within one score than Philip Rivers because it's harder to quantify game losing interceptions so you just see the raw numbers of like game winning drives and you don't mm-hmm. see how many times did he lose the the, t- the game for the team yep yep all right so you're out on Phil I'm out we're I'm both out. in on Ben and out on Phil all right give me it was a- actually this was actually maybe the hardest out of the six for me okay which maybe it shouldn't have been but okay Fair I don't know. all right uh my random in or out noel are you in or out on grocery pickup slash grocery delivery you know like instacart yeah whatever it may be kroger pickup i'm out because well i'm out because i haven't done it before um mm-hmm. 
I will say the only time I've ever used it was one time when I was living in San Francisco and Katie was like sick at home. I like mm-hmm. Instacarted her some like cough drops and some like medicine and stuff and they dropped it off. I was like, yeah, that was really nice. Um, I don't know. I think I like the experience of going to the grocery store. Like I don't like having to, but once I'm there, it's like, okay, I get to pick out my food and I like seeing all my options and making it an experience. Um, that said, maybe I go get delivery one time and I'm like, that's awesome. And I never want to go back. But have you mm-hmm. experienced both? I have not. Oh, this okay. is also the unfair. And I almost, <laughs> so one of my first things was, um, this is a good in theory, bad in practice for me, but I think the entire idea of in and out should be, these should be good in theory, bad in practice mm. ideas, right? Yeah. I, M- more more right. or less. Right. Uh, I'm personally out. I like going to the grocery store and like picking my fruit and vegetables myself. That's true. Cause I don't trust That's other people important. to do it. Yeah. Um, and I also like when I'm at the grocery store, I'll be walking around and I'm like, you know what? Those chips do look good. Let me snag a Rooney, those bad boys. And I'll snack on those for my lunches this week. Yes. You don't really get that out when you're uh, just scrolling online. I could see it being nice. And I, I wouldn't say I honestly love the, uh, the experience of going to the grocery store, especially, I guess I don't mind it as much as like Fred Meyer. Walmart is pretty awful just because I don't like the people there and I think they're bad and gross. Sure. Um, I also, as you guys know, do love my complimentary donuts. So that would be impossible to do if I was ordering online. That's also true. You could but ask also the out. delivery driver to maybe yeah, snag. You grab me a free donut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also out on grocery pickup slash delivery. Okay. Maybe we should give it a shot and see if we still. Yeah, we'll I feel like I need to, to just once. After next year's Super Bowl, we'll come back and do another in or out on grocery delivery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, one that's near and dear to Coin's heart, we are going to go with Matty Ice Ryan. I don't know if anybody's ever said his last name after Matty Ice before. I don't think they have. That's a first. <laughs> Matt, Matty Ice Ryan. Uh, <laughs> your thoughts, Coin, in or out of the Hall of Fame, Matt Ryan? So, Matt Ryan, uh, 120 and 102 in his NFL career. He was the Offensive Rookie of the Year, four time Pro Bowler, one time MVP. Quarterback, one of the 10 best offenses of all time, already 11th in career wins. I think he's 7th, 8th, ninth in career passing yards? 8th. 8th? 8th in career passing yards. Uh, he is a no for me mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, there was definitely a point, and I think he is definitely, he's still on track, I think. Uh, people always talk about, oh, Stafford's benchmarks. He's the first youngest quarterback to this mark. Before him, Matt Ryan was the first one to all those benchmarks. That's just just going to keep happening, and Mahomes is going to break all of these no matter what. It doesn't really matter. Um, He's been good and solid. This is not the Hall of Solid. No. Like, you don't want just pretty good guys in the Hall of Fame. I like Matt Ryan. He's done a lot for the Falcons franchise. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay, I've got a nice case uh, that was going to go against you and why he shouldn't be, but I'll still give it anyway. Um, I agree. I don't. I'm not saying it's like a slam. I think you have to think about it. Some other stats I had, as you mentioned, 0 for one in the Super Bowl, made it to the NFC Championship twice, I believe, one and one. Mm-hmm. Um, only a four-time Pro Bowler, which like 
you I would have thought maybe he'd have five or six. I kind of did too, actually. But I was a little bit surprised it was only four. Yep. Yeah. Never, even in his MVP year, didn't lead the league in passing or touchdowns. Nope. Four and six playoff record. Yeah. Basically, you mentioned his all-time record. He basically eight and a half wins per season, if you average it out. That's yeah. not That's not that great. Um, and he did win the MVP, which like is his best case for sure, that, that one season. But here would be my case against Matt Ryan for somebody that says he's in. And that is to compare him to Patrick Mahomes, which I know sounds like ridiculous at the moment, but just just roll with me here for a second. So Patrick Mahomes, I I think a lot of people value the longevity and the, the total numbers, right? And that's why Matt Ryan would be mm-hmm. in. So then I might ask that person, all right, so if Patrick Mahomes quit right now, he's only played four years in the league, is he a Hall of Famer? More than likely, that person that values longevity would say no. Because he just hasn't played long enough, not enough. So that would that would lead me to this. So Patrick Mahomes, he's one and one in the Super Bowl, and he won the Super Bowl MVP. So he's already got Matt Ryan beat there. Four time Pro Bowler, already as many Pro Bowlers as Matt Ryan. He did win an MVP in a mm-hmm. year that he threw for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. <laughs> Pretty good. He is eight and three in the playoffs. He's already like thirteenth in playoff wins all time. Pretty ridiculous. Yeah. He's 50 and 13 in the regular season. Um, so, basically, for those who would argue for Matt Ryan, let me ask you this. It, okay, let, let me just you know start this by saying maybe I'm just preaching to like an empty audience, but do you think there are people out there that would say Matt Ryan is in today and Mahomes is out today? No. You don't think there's anybody think. out oh, there? Oh, I, I do. Uh, yeah, I do. I mm-hmm. think so too, right? I think there are people that are definitely would say longevity certainly matters, okay. and like, especially for what you've like, you know, there's contributions to a franchise, yep. being st- stable, and like all these things. Blah, 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 blah. So yeah. that's th- that's who I'm talking to right now. There might only be one person out there that's yeah. So if Patrick Mahomes just went played for ten more years, averaged four thousand yards and twenty touchdowns a year, which is basically league average, right? 4,000 yards, 20 touchdowns for the next 10 years. If he went 70 and 90 as a starter for the next 10 years, never made another Pro Bowl, never won another playoff game, he would have Matt Ryan's resume. (laughs) So I ask you, that person who's saying Matt Ryan's in, if we just got a decade of below-average play from Pat Mahomes where he didn't make a Pro Bowl and didn't win a playoff game for 10 years, would you think he's uh, in the Hall of Fame then? Because if he, he had a couple great years and then maintained average play for 10? It's a good question. So you're saying, if he was Joe Flacco... <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco are basically the same guy, so... Yeah, it's true. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was a big But I mean, well, I, may, I more mean like Joe Flacco's first four years, he went to. They win. They won the Super Bowl, right? Oh, uh, in his first four? Yeah, maybe. I think he won, won a Super one, Bowl right? yeah. and was like a two time Pro Bowler. And, he was on a good trajectory. And then he's been terrible. Yeah, he's not been, even, he's been not worse even average, than average. Bad. Yeah, that's yeah, bad. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Let's move that's on. A, that's a good argument. No, I'm, I think that. Pretty clearly a no to me. As there was a long time where I thought that uh, 
at least especially after Matt Ryan's like uh, MVP season, he was certainly on trajectory and like <laughs> on path to make the Hall of Fame. Yep. Nah. It's now, are you if you had to pick Rivers or Ryan, who do you pick? That is a good question. Mm. Okay, ponder it. I think I. I think I would pick Matt Ryan just on the back of teams that actually had a chance. What was Philip Rivers' best moment or season of his career? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Could N- you? No clue. No idea. No. I have no idea. At least Matt I guess Ryan. would it be like would it be like 2008 LT? Was it that team? I don't They're know. Like 12 and 4, right? Again, I have no idea. Yeah. Matt Ryan at least has his MVP year. Sadly, he's always going to be remembered for the 28 to 3, but at least he was in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's that's yeah. a thing. So. Yeah. All right. True. My next one, what do I got here? In or out coin on fondue. Have you ever had fondue? I have. Um, so for our dinner, yes, last night, we went to mm-hmm. this fondue place, very fancy fondue place. Um, I'll, I'll start by saying I am in on fondue. Now, <coughs> there are aspects of fondue that seem like a type of dining experience that I wouldn't like from the okay. standpoint of like, kind of seems like a small plate thing you're getting like small bites or small portions or whatever which but we have talked about being semi out on pretty out on that for me yeah i want a bunch of hunks of stuff but the way they did it last night is there was like three courses so the first course was cheese fondue so they basically just bring out a giant basket of a bunch of stuff that you just dip into queso basically it's like bread awesome. and vegetables and fruits and whatever that was great then the second course was meats, which you just dip in the oil and cook. They give you the raw meats and you cook them. Oh, cool. Um, Interesting. Surprisingly, the meat was like really, really good. And they gave you eight dipping sauces. I don't know why anyone would need that many, but there was like a <laughs> sriracha mayo. There was like a chimichurri. There was teriyaki barbecue, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, third mm-hmm. course, of course, the most important course, chocolate fondue. <clears throat> yep. basically they just bring out fruits they have little pieces of rice crispy treats marshmallows etc dip them in chocolate um mm-hmm. all that to say i very much enjoyed myself and i'm in on fondue i didn't realize that there were full like, <coughs> fondue restaurants if i'm being completely honest with you that's pretty cool not sure uh, i did either until recently so. i would certainly like to try it okay i don't know it would it would it would definitely have to be one of those things where i would need to go in and be like Get the experience. I'm, that, that sounds like a great experience. When I see a fondue fountain or whatever it may be mm. uh, at any kind of um, event spread, what am, what am I thinking oh, of? I don't uh, know, buffet. Yeah, like an event, like a um, potluck, like a potluck okay. kind of thing. You know, yeah, like that kind of table. Sure, I'll definitely give it a go. Yeah, on one or two things. I don't know if I'm coming back. Okay, you know? I don't know that I've ever had it not as like it's the only thing you're doing so i think you want it as the as the focus right not a side thing does certainly feel like a lot of effort to not be the focus that said i i could be talked into chocolate fountain as a wedding dessert pretty quick i'm surprised you didn't again you're not having dessert was strange to me (laughs) well i also didn't have a dessert at my wedding so is that what you just said yeah. Oh, I mixed up what you said in my head. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I did not. Okay. 
Mm, chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely done chocolate fountain. Chocolate. I like, obviously like strawberries and chocolate. So yeah. Chocolate fountain's definitely in on. I would need to see the other stuff. I'm interested in this meat cooking thing. I still have not done and need to go to uh, the Korean barbecue where you get to grill your own meat. Uh, you grill your own or they just grill it in front of you? Wait. No, you grill your own. I don't think I've like done that You're at that the either. tables? Yeah. Very interested. Okay, we'll do that together. Okay. <clears throat> All right, next cube. Let's go with Eli Manning. Mm. Number nine, all time in passing yards. Uh, I guess I'll go first on this one. You go first. Eli Manning, famously 2 0 in the Super Bowl, two time yep. Super Bowl MVP. Similar to uh, Mr. Matt Ryan, four time Pro Bowler. It kind of puts a damper on uh, Matt Ryan's four Pro Bowlers. Yeah, it four does. Yeah, it does. Um, notable, he did lead the league in interceptions three times. <laughs> That's incredible. He is. His most incredible stats are he's 8-4 and four all time in the playoffs, which is really good. But he only won playoff game in two different years. In two years, he went 4-0, and oh, and all the other years, he lost first round. It's just remarkable. Like, his career doesn't make any sense. It's incredible. He is, you talked about these, like, game-winning drives and fourth-quarter comebacks. He is third all time. In playoff game-winning drives and playoff fourth-quarter comebacks, and he is 117 and 117 as a starter in the regular season, which is important. That said, Eli Manning for me is in. I want Eli in the Super Bowl. It's more about like we talked about the moments, the defining moments. Um, People like to throw around the, can you write the history of the NFL with or without this guy? Like, I'm not necessarily saying that. I think that his peaks of winning two Super Bowl MVPs against the biggest dynasty in the sport are as impressive as anything anyone's ever done in football. So, there you go. You said essentially everything I was going to say. Okay. Um, yeah. I am also in on Eli. He, I think that the two-time Super Bowl MVP is also very important because there's quarterbacks that are in who maybe didn't win one. And uh, when you watch those Super Bowls, he was really good. Like, he did play well, and he made... And I, again, the biggest thing is that two of the most iconic Super Bowl wins in NFL history over the Patriots, who controlled the last 20 years of football, have come from Eli Manning on the back of incredible passes to set up you know, like he was the linchpin of the entire thing. So yeah, iconic place. I don't know how you put him. Don't put him in. Now that we do have to address that, we've been telling the listeners you got to be a top three to five guy of your era to get in. But there's just we're just making an exception for Eli. I don't know what to tell you. Like if you only do this once, if your crazy run to beat the NFL the Patriots was your peak and that was it, Eli's not in. But he did it twice. Nope. He did it twice. Mm-hmm. That's just it's just worth something. Yep. Okay. And uh, the 2011 run was not only beating Brady in the Super Bowl again, it was over Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship. Mm, Yes. Like, that's an important run. Aaron Rodgers, who only has one Super Bowl. Eli's got two. Correct. Oh, before we go to the next one, I would like to point out that three of the names that were on the list um, that Reed posted to us were Brady, Rodgers, and Breeze. Those guys are in. I mean, like, those guys are Hall of Famers. Rodgers is no question the best quarterback of the last whatever years, not including Brady. So yeah, and Breeze and Brady are top two in every yeah. every stat. So yeah, 
Uh, all right, what do you got for an in or out for me? Uh, my next one. The plastic utensils when ordering food to go. Do you get them and do you use them? I try to do a pretty good job of acquiring real silverware. Like, I'll bring a fork to work. Um, oh, if really? I, if I... If I bring like soup to work or whatever, even though at all of my job sites we've got plastic silverware like handy, I'll still bring a metal spoon to use because I'd prefer to. Um, but I don't know. So like explain that to me because like I will always get it if I don't quite know what I'm going to be using to eat. I think this is in the you're end up going to go you're going to go home. I'm going to go home. home. So am I going to yeah. get it in it or am I going to use it? Yeah. Um I'm I'm going to probably get it. Like this is something I got from my mom where like I'm also going to get like a million napkins even though like I have a perfectly good roll of paper towels. I'm going to get a bunch of ketchup packets even though I have a bottle of ketchup. Paper towels or the napkins is a completely different conversation. Okay. okay. Utensils. You should always be getting the napkins. What about ketchup? Like if you're getting fries like Yeah, yeah I'll use the ketchup they give me. Even though you have You're ketchup. giving me free ketchup? I'm not going to use the ketchup I paid okay. for. So I guess these are different because you're not like using a spoon is not like yeah. you're, you know, you're just going to watch. It's not it, a so. one off. It's not a it's not a finite resource. It's <clears> basically <throat> an unlimited. Give me your take and let me think about my take because I'm not sure. Um, I personally. <laughs> so this is one of my weird things, again, where I'm kind of really particular about the type of silverware that I like to have. Like, I don't like to hold like really shitty forks and knives. I think they feel bad in your hand. I like a nice balanced fork. Like it uh, has like not necessarily has to have like certain design on it or ridging or like thickness of the handle or anything like that. You just know when you feel a good fork, plastic forks don't feel good mm. and they break and they're shitty. I like to use the silverware that I have at home mm. on my food and I will be using that as such. I appreciate that take. I think if you gave me more time to prepare for this, I would come up with different meals where... I'm more okay with using with a plastic spoon or fork. Um, I think in general, spoons are more acceptable from a plastic standpoint than forks. Totally agree. I'm, totally I'm agree. aggressive, so I'll break my forks often. Yep. Um, yep. yep. But it's a good take. I'm going to go ahead and say that I am... I'll say I'm out on plastic silverware as well for okay. the time being. Okay. Glad to hear it. Okay. We're going to move on to the most recent cube to win a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford. In or out of a Hall of Fame quarterback? Uh, I I personally am pretty out on this overall. I mean, he's 86, 95, and 1 in his career. Uh, this is actually pretty... One Pro Bowl in his entire career is nuts. Shocking. One-time Super Bowl champ, not the MVP, and the only quarterback we're talking about with a below 500 winning percentage. You could talk all you want about this guy's been unrated, he's been with the Lions... <clears throat> The Lions were the Lions with Stafford at the helm. He didn't change anything. He was there for a long time. At some point, like I said before, quarterbacks are synonymous with wins and losses. You need to make your team win. Yeah, there is definitely some revisionist history on Matthew Stafford being like tortured in Detroit. Like he was not that good. He just he's this guy with his big arm. First few years, I feel like he couldn't stay healthy. Then he finally figured out how to stay healthy, and he just wasn't as good as everyone thought he could be. Um, I'm with you right there. I did ha do have a quick, um, 
argument for the people that want to put Matthew Stafford in the Hall of Fame. Would you argue, Coin, mm. that there is an alternate universe where the Rams go, we saw how great a man named Ryan Fitzpatrick did in Miami the past two years. We're going to go try him for a year, see if he can do better than Jared Goff. And Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't get hurt at the beginning of this year. And Ryan Fitzpatrick leads the Rams to the Super Bowl this year. Is there a world, is there a universe where that happens? I'm sure that there's a universe, but and, and it's one of those things where I'm saying if he played out the season a thousand times with Stafford and Fitzpatrick, yeah. I think Stafford probably wins twice as many Super Bowls for you as Fitzpatrick True. does, but I'm not saying Fitzpatrick couldn't. True. Okay. I totally agree with you. Now, for the people that would want to argue that Stafford is a Hall of Famer, the things that they would argue is his pure passing yardage numbers. I would like to uh, inform you, Coin, that let's say Fitzmagic signed with the Rams and did not get the hurt this year, put up a solid 4,000 yards. Ryan Fitzpatrick would be number 23 all-time in passing yards. 23. That's what I'm saying. It just doesn't matter anymore. He would be like two games away from passing a guy named Joe Montana on the all-time. Ryan Fitzpatrick we're talking about. No. Um Ryan Fitzpatrick's never won or never played in a playoff game, so coming into this year, Stafford was 0-3 and Fitzmagic was 0-0. So, okay, playoff record, you throw that out the window. And then let's say Fitzmagic goes 12-5 just like Stafford did. He'd be 71-92-1 as a starter. So 43% win percentage, Stafford's at 47%. So the point being is Stafford just had one fantastic year on a stacked team absolutely stacked team if you put fitzpatrick on that team all of a sudden you're looking at these two guys' careers as being the exact same basically so it, it's absurd to even you know put stafford in the conversation as these guys i agree completely yeah. i i think uh do, do you think he's less deserving or more deserving than rivers at this point less definitely less i think so yeah i don't think it's if Stafford threw for 10,000 yards next year, he'd still have less yards than Matt Ryan in the same amount of seasons. And everybody wants to say his, his career-long like stats. That's just a fact. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's just wrong. He's not. Uh, also, he's not. also, like you brought up, I'm really glad you're comparing him to other quarterbacks. How many quarterbacks currently playing right now could have won this Super Bowl with the Rams roster? Oh, man. A lot, half. Yeah, <laughs> almost half. Kirk Cousins, honestly. I mean, yeah. Kirk, yeah. I totally agree. I think that there are twelve to sixteen quarterbacks that could have won it at the Super Bowl. Stafford led the league in interceptions this year. Yeah, he threw seventeen picks. So you don't think another guy could have won? And how many he threw yeah. two in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, come on. He did. He yeah. was awesome in clutch time in every game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So credit where credit is due, but come on. There's 15 quarterbacks that could have won a Super Bowl with that team. Yeah, the, sta- the Stafford stuff obviously is where this all stems from, and uh, I don't think I've ever agreed with Richard Sherman before, but he made some incredible points, and I thought he sounded really intelligent when he was going on about this. Smart man. Mm. Shouts. Stanford Shouts. grad. All right, Coin, are you in or out on... Having your top sheet tucked in under your mattress. This is a great question. This is what? This is a great question. Is it a good question? I 
am super in on it. In fact, I get a little upset when my sheets are not tucked in. Now, that's Do you said, make your bed every morning? What? Do you make your bed every morning? No. Sometimes I just <laughs> deal with it and just get pissed. No, I'd say like most of the time it's st- it stays relatively tucked for like yeah. at least a week or so. Um and I'm always sneaking legs in and out of the side of my blankets, but at the bottom of my bed, it needs to be tucked so I can tuck my feet in. <laughs> Your thoughts? Uh, now that I uh, live with somebody, and I mean, it's been like this for the last couple of years now, but Nikki makes her bed every single time, mm. and she's always tucked her sheet in. I don't think it was a thing that I really did before. Yeah. It would just like kind of lay, the, I would just drape the top sheet over the bed sure yeah most guys do that probably tuck top sheet is way better <laughs> oh that's it's what I way like better hear. yeah plus if you're not a little puss you can still pull it out a little bit and get a little snug action in like the most of the reason you didn't i didn't tuck it in before is because i like to be able to pull things in and like grab them yeah um top sheet tucked is the way to go you're right there's certainly a balance like you want a little bit of looseness but you want to be able to you know, feel the pressure if you if you if you wedge. I want to feel like I'm in a pocket. Yeah, yeah. Are, I'm pretty sure Nate is like super anti this. Like, don't even mm-hmm. think about tucking. Graham doesn't anything. sleep on the top sheet at all. Well, that's just disgusting. He's a child in a lot <laughs> He's of ways. We- fucking weird, man. Yeah, fucking weird. It's weird. <laughs> okay, good. We are both in on tucked sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last guy we have on the list, right? Hmm. Russell Wilson, who's still got a lot of football to be played. If he ended his to career today, coin is Russ a Hall of Famer? Um, I'll go first. I went, I went into this oh. Uh, thinking. Oh, did you say you want to go first? Yeah. Well, oh, is okay. it my turn? I don't really remember. Go ahead. You go. Yeah, you're right. You're okay, right. I'll you're go. Right. You're right. I'll you're go. Right. Yeah. Russ. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is nearly top twenty-five in passing yards. Won a Super Bowl. He's one and one in the Super Bowl. Nine-time Pro Bowler is absurd. Nine out of ten seasons. Now, with the giant asterisk that he was a Pro Bowler this year, did you know that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's one of the nine. He was like the third alternate in the NFC. He was like six and eight. He played like 12 games. Um, (coughs) He is... He's never got an MVP vote, as famously people have mentioned. Mm -hmm. He's been like a top four offensive player of the year candidate several times. He's led the league in touchdowns once. Nine playoff wins is really good. And he's basically guaranteed 10 wins a season. He's 104, 53, and 1. Um, so that's good. I feel like before I kind of looked up his numbers and stuff, I was saying definitely no. Um, but I at least had the conversation. But I'll let you go before I say anything. No, I totally agree. I So I wanted to throw him in because I was talking about this with Joe a few weeks ago. Uh, I was like, no, no way. Like He's only been in the league for this long. But I'm honestly kind of 50-50. If you're a 90, or I know this this one's chintzy, but if you're a pro bowler 90% of the years that you play, it's hard not to say yes. And like you said, 104-53-1, uh, 16th in career wins already, probably got at least another six years left in him, I would say. Yeah. Uh, that's an incredible win percentage. Uh, his Super Bowl win came on the back of an incredible defense, but he's also one of the deep or best deep ball throwers in NFL history. And on this pod year after year, he's your MVP pick. Like what? Three <laughs> out of the four times we've done our preseason NFL pod. Yeah. Like I feel like for this last ten years, Russell Wilson has been one of like the era defining quarterbacks. 
Yeah, so I, I almost... It is very 50-50. And I want to say no, too, but I honestly... Oh. God, I feel like I should kind of say yes. I'm going to I'm going to say out for one more year. I'm going to say out. Yeah. Okay, I am too then. But <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and obviously there are people out there that will pro- like Philip Rivers stands that will get mad at the statement, but I think Russ at his peak for the past few years has been a better quarterback than any of the guys we've mentioned at any point in their careers. Like I I would take Russ's peak. Like the first Eight games of last year, whatever, where he was the MVP front runner. I think he was playing at a higher level than any of these guys that we mentioned have played at. Yep. Yeah, Matt Ryan in his MVP year was right there too. But yep, Russ is awesome. Okay. Um, did we have? Did you have more? Or did we do all the in or outs? Do you have one more? I have one more now. Okay. One more. All right. No, this is my final one. Okay. Bar stools slash seats without backs. Are you in or out? Oh, we've talked about this for sure. I, Have we? Well, we did okay. like build a bar. I think we probably talked. This was oh, a long okay, time okay. ago. Um, there's probably not a lot of things I'm more out on than than bar stools or seats. I just want to emphasize backs. it again. It's yeah, it's especially not a bad thing year after year as we get older. It's the worst. They fucking kill my back, and I hate sitting on bar stools without backs. I will, the only potential exception is like a picnic table where I can like constantly lean forward on the table. Um, but, but even picnic tables a little bit, I'm kind of out. No, I'm pretty, I mean like I'm just saying if if you're yeah. given the option of picnic table versus bar, even if it's like comfy cushion bar stools, I'll take the mm-hmm. picnic table because I'll have yeah, something to no lean doubt. on. No doubt. Oh, can't stand it. Especially at... Oh, um, terrible. What about the like high top seats that have like the three inch back? You know what I oh, mean? Those are fucking garbage too, man. I hate those. They make you think that you have a back, but you actually have nothing to support you. But really, it's just like a little pressure where your back's kind of like already hurting, so thanks. Let me ask you this. If you go one side booth, one side chair, where do you go? Ooh, this is a good question. I've thought about this. I actually, I think I generally go chair because chair is a better better back situation than booth because booths are usually a little deeper, a little further back. Yeah. Booth has better PR, but I think uh, oh yeah, no doubt. Chair is a better ergonomic situation. Like booths are two yep. two ninety degrees. Yep, totally so agree I with you. Chair. Yeah, see, that's a great way to think about. We it. We haven't Booth's disagreed with anything this whole pod, yeah. <laughs> or maybe this whole year. I'm not sure. <laughs> not a the lot life of this pod, we've actually never. This is disagreed. not. This is not like Skip and Shannon. We do not embrace debate no. on this pod. <laughs> We should have uh, <laughs> disgrace debate. Disgrace. We just do not <laughs> debate at all. <laughs> uh, just come on a show. You're not going to hear any quandering. It's all agreements. You leave there, you're just like, wow, what a good day at the office. Oh. <laughs> just go home and happy. <laughs> uh, uh, some last thoughts on Cubes. Guys that you mentioned. So uh, Joe Flacco, 19th in passing yards. 10 and 5 in the playoffs and a Super Bowl MVP, but he's definitely out. No. Yeah. Cam, I would like to mention, you did bring up Cam. Cam has an MVP of the regular season. Cam's 15 and 1 MVP season, Super Bowl season, was as memorable as anything any guy on this list has done. I totally agree. And he was voted number one on the top 100 list that year by his peers. I. I, there's a world where I talk myself into Cam over any of these guys. Even now, I really think he... 
I think there's going to be a debate on if Cam's just because of the rushing numbers are absurd too. I don't think there will be a debate at all that okay. he will not be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Really? You think? No question. There's no debate. He's he's out. If his career was just over now, no. Well, it kind of is. What are you? What yeah, is he going to exactly. do from now on? Yeah. Exactly. That's what really. He's like. For yeah. sure. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Don't be so sure. Yeah. No. I'm very confident. All right. Uh, and then the other guy I had listened was McNabb, who top 25 passing yards, six-time Pro Bowler, went to a bunch of NFC championships, lost the Super Bowl, was top two in MVP voting one year. Yeah, I can see it, but probably not. That's a close one. Yeah. Closer than a couple of the other ones. I, I think he would be a yes over Matty Ice, Stafford, and Rivers, for sure. I but will. <clears throat> honestly, probably at this point, below Russ, right? Well, so this is the last thing I have on this. Pro Football Reference does have their Hall of Fame formula rankings. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have what they... They combine all these metrics to tell you like where what the likelihood of guys going to the Hall of Fame are. So I'll read you the order of the guys we just talked about of who's most likely. So they have Brady, Rogers, Breeze as like way above the threshold already. Like they're in. Then they have the threshold of like an average Hall of Fame player, which is like a score of about 100. Just below that threshold, in this order, Matt Ryan, Big Ben, Phillip Rivers. Interesting they got Matt Ryan over Big Ben. So I don't know, they must wait, you know. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's shocking. And I'm guessing an MVP must have a lot of weight. It must be worth a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, then you got a little bit of a drop to Eli. Then you got to have an even smaller drop to Russ, right below Eli. So he's right there. Next guy, Cam. He's he's kind of a decent drop, though, below Russ. And then Stafford. So, like, the people that are talking Stafford, he's mm-hmm. below Cam. Then Mahomes is next already. So that's good. Then you got these guys, McNabb, Drew Bledsoe, Carson Palmer, Joe Flacco. So. There you go. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is not me. Joe Flacco is... Well, no. These guys are like well below the threshold. I'm just okay, saying like okay, okay. those are the quarterbacks that have the best chance. So hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just There was definitely a time when Matt Ryan was on trajectory and on pace to make the Hall of Fame. I sadly think that time has passed. Probably. And sadly, all it takes is just not blow the lead and he's probably in there. I mean, because he's Super Bowl MVP. If they right? win that Super yeah. Bowl, if you if you win uh, league MVP, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, while being one of the like best offenses ever, yeah, you're probably a Hall of Famer. You're probably in, and he still might make it. Yeah. So we've both got Big Ben in, Phil Rivers out, Matt Ryan out, Eli in, Stafford yep. out, and Russ uh, out for now. But he's probably mm-hmm. in within a year or two. So okay. Wow, we're Cap- already at a 90-minute pot here. I know. Do, do we want to just do that other draft uh, next week or just do it real quick? Your call. We can just do a long mm. one. I don't care. Let's just do a long one. We got long a pod one. last week. You're right. We got a Cap- long pod coming here. We're going to close in on two hours. All right. <laughs> Second draft of NBA squads without using anybody we've already drafted. Will you let me take the first pick since you had the last first pick? I will indeed, no. It's very nice of you. Okay. Coin with the first overall pick in the second draft. This is tough. All these guys are like way worse. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go real bold here. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going way down the list, and I'm going to take Chris Paul on my team. CP3 as a point guard. Give him to me. Give me the point god. <laughs> that was that was gonna be my pick actually. Okay, see, I'm I'm sick of these really old guys. Pick. I'm going with these new, new that's guys. That's a great pick. Okay, thank you. Um, that's great. I'm gonna go Kawhi Leonard. Mm, I just want a defensive guy, uh, somebody who can also score. I mean, obviously, we're just getting these guys healthy. That's what we get, and that's what always been the knock on Kawhi is that he's not healthy. I'll take Kawhi. Yeah, just from an athleticism talent standpoint, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, give me. All right, fuck it. I'm going to do it. You're going to hate it. I'm going to take Kobe Bryant with my next pick. Ew. <laughs> Please do take him. Uh, Kobe Wasn't Bryant. Even listed. Pretty Wasn't much even listed for me. Top 10 all-player, uh, top 10 all-time player by most. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's fine. CB3 and Kobe. It's going to be stacked already. This is like that Lakers team that never happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably got to get picked at some point. One of us... There's a chance not, he wasn't getting drafted. I'm a Kobe hater, this. but come on. What, what are we at? We're at uh, 12? Yeah, yeah I'll take him. You're right. You're right. You're right. Who did you take? I forgot. Oh, Kawhi. Kawhi. I'm going uh, to take Kareem here. Okay. Give me some absolute size, just a scoring phenomenon down low. Yeah, Kareem thought by many to be top five player of all time, so it was probably yep. a good pick. <laughs> he dropped quite a way. So maybe He's I, probably maybe I take an old center to, to match up with him. We'll see. But you're not going to take him, so I can wait. Yep. Uh, I've got both of my guards here, so I need some wings or some bigs. Let's go with Charles Barkley. Give me Chuck. Damn. I'm really stepping on each other's toes here. I don't like this that much. Well, there's there's not really that many guys. True. Thousands only. Kareem's like a legit center, right? Yeah, he's like 7'2". That is pretty tall. How do you <laughs> say it like that? <laughs> I'm going to stay with this whole K thing I got going on right now. And I'm going to play him at power forward and get some real size. I'm taking Kevin Garnett. Uh, I almost I was debating between Garnett and Barkley. Yeah, I wanna. I've got Leonard and uh, Garnett playing playing defense for this team. This is these are some dudes. What would you call this three on three team? I feel like they wouldn't like the, uh, the, the triple K or the three K or something like that. <laughs> the three thousand boys. Okay, good. <laughs> we have all season K so far. Charles, yeah. Kobe, Chris, Kawhi, Kareem, and Kevin. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, we've got some big lineups here. We've got some big lineups. Do I take who's gonna be my was Hakeem? What what was what was his position? Was he more he's like a four? Hakeem Hakeem's center. Hakeem was, he was like for seven sure? Feet tall. Was he huge? He's seven feet tall. Let's I don't I don't know a lot. Yeah, he's definitely a center. Do I take Hakeem or do I take Wilt or Bill Russell? Yeah, he's seven feet tall. Yeah, he's definitely a center. Shows how much we know about um, basketball. That's a good question, actually. Um, I won't be taking any of them, so... Yeah, I know, so I'm just waiting. Oh, shit, I just lost, I, just lost my I mean, I'm not going to input. You're good. Just, you, got, you got this. All right. I'm going to take... Shit. Nope, it's already locked in. You have to take shit now. 
I'm gonna take Scotty Pippen. Mmm, snotty dripping. Love it. Snotty dripping. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who you got? Just for some defense. That's a good matchup with Kawhi. Very Kawhi-esque player. He, I needed a three. I didn't really have a three. So. Dr. J with Dr. J was a three. And I don't think this is necessarily a fast team. Does Kareem? Is a Kareem like a rim runner a little bit? I don't really know. <laughs> no, Kareem? No, I don't think so. Yeah. He was the sky hook. He just could score over anybody. ISO heavy team down here. I'm going to need somebody to sort of guard Kareem, so I'm definitely taking the post. I'm going to take a guy that I think matches up really well with Chris Paul, and that's uh, Isaiah Thomas. Gotcha. The original, not, not midget Isaiah Thomas. I'm glad from, that you clarified. Yeah. Pistons Isaiah Thomas. This is fun. This is a fun squad. Fun squad. All right. Then I will take with my final pick. I don't know why I really don't want to take him, but I'm going to. I'll take Will Chamberlain. It's a good pick. Will's a great player. Yeah. Maybe top Selfish. Probably a team cancer, but that's fine. Probably a team cancer. <laughs> For one game, I think we can survive the team cancer. Yep. Good okay. pick. All right. Close it out, Noel. I need a shooter. Give me Ray Allen. Love it. Just a beautiful shot. Ray Allen. Okay. Over. Actually, I take it back. Give me Clay. I knew you were going to take Clay. Okay. Clay is the biggest snub from the NBA 75. You can have Dame if you want. No, I'm good. You can have CJ McCollum if you want. All right, so this is uh, this is an interesting matchup we got. So you got, oh, you got Isaiah. So you got Isaiah Thomas and Clay as the backcourt. You got Kawhi, Kevin Garnett, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's hashtag iconic. Mm-hmm. I've got Chris hashtag. Paul, Kobe Bryant, Scottie Pippen, Charles Barkley, and Wilt Chamberlain. Good squats. These Good teams squats. are stacked. These teams are sure. hashtag stacked for sure. All right. We will uh, see whose squads win because we are going to play through a simulator teams. and let you know out of 1,000 games which team wins more. Well, somebody could, if somebody who's a good like 2K wizard can do mm-hmm. this. Well, the question is going to be like, you could argue, like you have LeBron, what year LeBron are you taking? Are you taking Heat LeBron or are you taking like 2018 LeBron? I'm taking um, 20... 12, 13, LeBron. Really? LeBron. Okay. Yeah. I kind of would want to game one of the 2018 finals, 50-point game, LeBron. That's fair. Before he broke his hand. I'm just taking full efficiency, 40% from three, LeBron. I don't think he shot that well, did he? I thought he's shooting yeah. his best three-pointers now. He was 40% from three that year. Yeah, he took like one a game, probably. True. I hate LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm a Kobe guy now, so let's move, <laughs> let's move it on up. No, I hate my team, believe it or not. <laughs> Kobe and Will till they get along, and Chris Paul. God, <laughs> God, you guys, Scotty Pippen, they're gonna be here at each other's throats. All right, you made some weird choices. That's fine. Choices were made. I I had no preparation for my second team. I just it was total wing, and uh, mm-hmm. individually I liked my squad. It, I don't know how they're gonna work together. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Lastly, uh, what time is it now, would you say? Come on. 
Looks like it's 1033. Looks like it's 1033. First time, it's like significantly later than 1033. I know. I was, well, I was getting hyped for a minute. I forgot we had to do the second draft because we were looking like we were going to close right on 1033. That was perfect. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. All right. I'll do a relatively quick Stumptown here. Uh, It's going to be hard, though. Or maybe not. Great. On Sunday, Steph Curry had his first won his first ever All-Star Game MVP. Of course, Steph is also a three-time NBA champion and a two-time regular season MVP. But he has yet to win MVP of the NBA Finals. Mm. Over the past 20 years, Coin, between both the NBA and the NFL, uh, I think I misworded this. I'm a little confused here. Um, there are six players who have won an all-star game or pro bowl MVP and won a championship, but they did not win the MVP of their championship. Okay. (laughs) This is basically a guessing game, but can you name two of those six players? And I'll give you over the last 20 years. Yeah, there are only six guys. There's, I'll give you the hint. There are three NBA players and three NFL players who have won the All-Star Game MVP and have won a ring, or at least one ring, but they have not won a Finals MVP or um, you know, Super Bowl MVP. So they okay. were on championship teams. They were also All-Star Game MVPs, but not. Yeah, so there you go. Six guys. Try to name two. I'll give you five strikes. You might be able to get all six. I don't know. Or maybe you can't I'm get gonna, it. I'm going to guess Russell Wilson for one of them. Russell Wilson, fantastic guess. He was the Pro Bowl MVP in 2015, and he did not win the Super Bowl MVP. Kyrie? Kyrie Irving. You've already won Stumptown. I should have made it harder. Uh, you can keep guessing. He was the 2014 All-Star Game MVP, but has not won a Finals MVP. Keep going. I think, I think Kawhi does have a Finals MVP. Uh, are the NFL players all quarterbacks? Can I ask? One and one is not. One is not a quarterback. Uh, Marshawn. No, it is not a okay. running back. I need hints. Okay, uh, one is pretty recent. <laughs> NFL or NBA? <laughs> NFL. In terms of winning a championship. Oh, Cooper Cup. No, no, wait, no, no. Sorry, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. There you go. Matt Matthew Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. Yes, Pro Bowl MVP of 2014. Did not win Super Bowl MVP. Um, nice. The other football player is a tight end. Is it Kelsey? It is Kelsey. Yes. Oh, Pro Bowl MVP in 2016. I will give you the last two N- NBA guys. 2017 All Star Game MVP Anthony Davis. Oh wow! Okay. And did not win Finals. And then Kevin Garnett. 2003 all-star game ah. mvp uh, i think paul pierce was the mvp of the series so yeah that's a huge bummer yeah that paul pierce got to win that yeah i know no so be it okay well done coin you have not been stumped good stump town no thank Impressive you work. thank you yeah okay that'll do it for one of the longest rookie shows of all time well done yeah this is we're at an hour 45 right now our hour hour 45 hour no 45 problem. no problem <laughs> Uh, good content. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, you can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Where can they follow you, Coin? 
You can follow me at King Quan on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at, at Greenville. You, know. <laughs> you can follow me at the Green Villain on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Null on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for CP3. Yeah. Uh, who's playing us out this week? 50 Cent. 50? Got any requests? I'm not a huge Fitty guy. Really? Okay, we can change it up then. We no, no, I mean, like, just tell me what song to play. I, I'm in on 50. I just, I don't I don't know his uh, his discography. There's a lot of really good ones. Oh, you could think you could about go it. Gatman, you could go Gatman and Robin. We can, I'll text you about it. Okay, text me. And it'll be a surprise to listeners. Hi all the time. It's good stuff in there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, until next time. See you, everybody. See you. Uh-huh. Peace. Coming up, I was confused. My mama kissing a girl. Confusion and curse coming up in the cold world. Daddy ain't around, probably out committing felonies. My favorite rapper used to sing, check, check out my melody. I wanna live good, so shit, I sell dope for a full finger ring. One of them go ropes. Nana told me if I pass, I'd be the sheepskin go. If I can move a few packs, I get the hat. Now that'd be dope, tossed and turned in my sleep that night. Woke up the next morning, niggas have stole my bike. Different day, same shit, ain't nothing good in the hood. I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. Need to love it, the underdogs on top. And I'm gonna shine, homie, until my heart stop. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP. And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. Need to love it, the underdogs on top. And I'm gonna shine, homie, until my heart stop. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. I sold Dre from the gate, I carry the heat for you. First mixtape song, I inherited beef for you. Gritted my teeth for you, shit your cheek for you. Put Compton on my back when you was in need of soldiers. At my last show, I threw away my W.A. gold and had the whole crowd yelling, free yo. So niggas better get up out of mind before I creep and turn your projects into Columbine. And I'm Raps MVP, don't make me remind y'all what happened in D.C. This nigga ain't got it, he pretend. Mad at us cause it shines, he got a new boyfriend. And it seems your little rat turned out to be a mouse. This beef shit is for the birds and the birds fly south. Even young buck could vouch when the doubts was out. Who gave the West Coast mouth to mouth? Need to love the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stop. Get here, envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere this the dogs on top, and I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stop. Get here, envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. From the beginning to the end, losers lose, winners win. This is real, we ain't got to pretend. The cold world that we in, it's full of pressure and pain. I thought it would change, it's staying the same. How many of them balls is with ya? When you had that little TV, you had to hit on and get a picture. I'm walking with a snub, cause niggas do a lot of slick talking in the club till they coughing on the rug. I ain't never had much, but a walkman in the bud. My role model was gone, snorting up his drug. Bad enough they want me to choke. My boy just got poked in the throat. Now it's a RP shirt in my coat. Now I'm speeding, reminiscing, holding my weed head, never listen. If I see him, the Emilifum, and maybe that'll even the score. But if not, it'll be me on the floor. Hated the love with the underdogs on top, and I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stop. Go ahead and MVP me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere so you can get to know me. Hated the love with the underdogs on top, and I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stop. Go ahead and MVP me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere so you can get to know me. I started out at 15, scared as hell. I took 30 off a pack and I made them sales as a youth. Me and I used to hustle for loot With that little deuce deuce and my triple fat goose Sipping easy Jesus, rocking the leases My mama whipped me when she found my pieces I look back on life and thank God I'm blessed 
We the best on the planet, so forget the rest. You know I'm still nice with my cook gang. Look, man, it's a hood thing. That's why I'm loved in Brooklyn. I handle mine just like a real nigga should. If I do some time, homie, I'm still all good. Let me show you what a thug about. I'm born to die. I took the bullets out of 50, put them in my 4-5. And I ain't even got my feet wet yet. A seven-figure nigga who ain't seen a war DJ. The underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead and leave me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. Hit it, I love it, the underdogs on top, and I'm gonna shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead and envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. 